Welcome to the Patriot Podcast, a production of Covenant Academy in Cypress, Texas. Our hope is that this podcast connects you to the heart of our community, culture, and those who are helping shape the hearts and minds of students. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Michael Gaines, and I'm joined today uh, by Leslie Collins, the head of school here at Covenant Academy. Leslie, good to see you. Good to see you from a social distance. From a social, yes, we are socially distant. So uh, yeah, continuing to uh, maintain those standards. So it's, uh, it's a whole, whole thing, but, uh, but glad to see you from afar. Uh, and uh, we also have with us today uh, Michelle Hunt, who is the upper school theology, humanities, and biblical Greek teacher here. That was a long title, but uh, glad to see you, Michelle. Thanks for joining us. So uh, in this episode, we are continuing our conversation around Psalm 46. And Leslie, I know that's uh, it, it's something that uh, you had mentioned previously that it's it's a, a a chapter in Psalm that is really speaks to you and has a little bit of historic recent historical mm-hmm. significance, but but also speaks to you on a, a deeper level as well, right? Absolutely, I think this Psalm is uh, for me personally a place to go to uh, when things are are stressful or we're in times of distress. I, I do think that that's the intention of this Psalm. Uh, I think this is completely applicable, uh, and so it was a place. It was a go-to place for me uh, during Harvey. Uh, it was a go-to place for me immediately with this, and I thought it would be a great, a great opportunity for us to meditate on this um, through recitation as a community. Right, right, and so, so that's uh, another kind of item that we want to talk about is the idea of of, of recitation, uh, being able to re- recite and 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 uh, really internalize uh, scripture. And Michelle, uh, I know that you you are, uh, in, especially now, I think I would say maybe in, in the school, but certainly in our conversation today, the, the resident expert for, for us, uh, you're, you've got a, a background that uh, really speaks to uh, some uh, really great, uh, both kind of academic, but also uh, experiential uh, uh Really, awesomeness. I, I won't. I won't overstate it. But for those that haven't had the opportunity to to meet you, uh, can you maybe just share a little bit about your your background and um, you know kind of what you are uh, doing here at Covenant? So I've been at Covenant since 2015. I started out in fifth grade for a brief moment, <laughs> and then moved up to upper school. Uh, and I've been teaching various Bible classes. For the last four years and language classes. Um, before that, I lived in Jerusalem for a little bit where I got an MA in biblical history and geography. And since I've been back in Houston, I just completed a, a master's in theological studies at HBU. Mm, wow. So awesomeness is, is a correct uh, characterization <laughs> of your background. That's that's really neat. Um, so, so I wanted maybe to uh, kind of start out uh, maybe on a high level uh, for folks that you know, Leslie mentioned the idea of of scriptural recitation. Um, so, for those that might not be as maybe familiar with that concept or that phrase, what what is what is the idea of 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 recitation of, of reciting scripture, and and why why is that important? 
So I think the the idea of recitation is is you could also use the word meditation, um, which I think that word often shows up in our Bible, um, both in the Hebrew and the Greek, but especially in the Hebrew, it shows up throughout the Old Testament as people who listen to God's word and meditate on it regularly, which is more of an active thing than a passive thing. Mm. Something of reciting it, repeating right. it to yourself and stewing on it. Like someone um, says that blessed is the man who uh, his delight is in the law and on his law he meditates day and night. The word for meditate that's translated in the English there is haga, which actually shows up in Psalm 46. But again, it's the, it, it literally means to to grumble or to it's like a low sound or a murmur or mm. something like that. Mm. In Psalm 46, it shows up as to roar. But again, it's more of an active word of repetition and um, yeah, whether it's a physical repetition or something like that. And I think historically, people have done that in listening to God's word, repeating it frequently with their mouths, reflecting on God's work, whether it's like the Exodus narrative or other acts of faithfulness that we've seen God do, just repeating that to ourselves over and over again, Um, or seeing his majesty in creation and analyzing that and reviewing that in our heads. And he says this especially with the law, to let it be always before you and to repeat it to your kids, repeat it to your families, to repeat it to everyone that you see on the street, to put it at your gatepost, on your doors, everywhere you go so that these things are constantly before you. And so I think the thing with that is kind of, uh, I guess, a an attack against forgetfulness mm. um, with the intention of knowing that we are frail people and prone to do that, and for us to be well postured towards worshiping God, it requires an activeness of meditating and reciting and repeating what we've seen him do and who we know him to be, regardless of what we're experiencing around us. St. Patrick's Breastplate I bind into myself today the strong name of the Trinity by invocation of the same, the three in one and one in three. Christ be with me, Christ within me, Christ behind me, Christ before me, Christ beside me, Christ to win me, Christ to comfort and restore me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ in hearts of all that love me, Christ in mouth of friend and stranger. This is kind of the truth I've really had to hold on really close whenever I start to feel anxious or lonely or sad or frustrated or flustered about anything because it seems really easy to get flustered right now. But this is what I have to believe, that Christ is still at work and he's in the midst of this. In every conversation I have with people, he's not gone. He's not disappeared. And there's so many moments in the Bible where God's people feel like left and abandoned and they're sad. But then God always brings this promise of you're not alone 
and hold on to my promises, hold on to the promise that I am faithful and just hang on because I am still here and I have a plan to restore and to bring hope and a future for you. And so that's kind of what I'm holding on right now. And I am soaking in every single minute that I don't normally get, that I get to be with my family, that I get to be with Christ. I get to have a lot of quiet moments with him. And that's such a blessing. And that's what I'm counting as one of my blessings today. Wow. Michelle, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, the word meditate in the English never uh, appears in this psalm. So you must be talking about in verse 3 uh, when it talks about the though its waters roar and foam. Is, mm -hmm. is, are you talking about that? So it, does mm -hmm. that give us an indication that meditation is audible? And that yeah. meditation is something that people can hear and that it's, it's, it's making noise as people mm -hmm. would when they're doing recitations. Yeah, and I think even if you go to different cultures, people will recite and pray and meditate differently, not something that's just locked inside your brain that's mm -hmm. a private thing that no one else can see, but it's mm -hmm. something that you invoke in your body so that you're more engaged in the process. Mm -hmm. And I think even for me, I've found that when I pray with, you know, moving my body in it, like whether it's just saying mm -hmm. the words out loud quietly it helps me to focus more on what I'm saying and, and what I'm doing. Absolutely. Um, then if I'm just locked in my brain, I'll get sidetracked really, really quickly. It's amazing. I am I am uh, I'm so comforted that by the, that by your words. I, I get frustrated with myself and I think a lot of us do at how easily distracted I am. I have my prayer list uh, that I want to pray through. Um, but I actually find that I do my best and most focused praying when I'm, when I'm doing laps around my pool. Mm. Um, I don't do laps in my pool. I do <laughs> laps around my pool in my backyard. Yeah. And I'll be out there uh, really early in the morning uh, in my bathrobe, just going in circles and praying through my prayer list and, and meditating on God's word and using God's word as, as my launching point for offering up prayers for uh, the world, my family, my school, my friends, um, my church, um, areas of concern that I have about uh, things. And so so that's such a, a great vision that I think people don't necessarily see. I love that idea that you said, just that locking, not, it's not locking inside our own worlds, our yeah. own minds. I our think own that's minds, great. yeah, because I was going to say that, that was, um, candidly, that's the, the first time that I've heard the idea that meditation is not something that's just between mm -hmm. my ears and that's that's but that but i but i relate to what you said as as well leslie is that when i have had those opportunities and experiences of mm -hmm. of of really praying or or maybe it's like doing a prayer walk or something like that that i'm really mm -hmm. yeah i'm not distracted by okay you know what's that sound and what do i need to do tomorrow and what you know what i'm having for dinner but i'm you know really fully both mentally physically mm -hmm. and kind of really my my whole being you know in in uh in that that time so yeah. And something else, um, as a teacher, uh, for me, at, 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 whether I'm in upper school or lower school, and even as a student in my um, master's in biblical counseling, we were required to memorize so much scripture. And uh, what I found is when I'm regularly reciting scripture, 
I am understanding it at such a deeper level than if I sit there and diagram the sentences and just parse it out and dissect it, just meditating on it. One day the, something will occur to me about a word in the passage and I'll think, oh, that's what that means. And then God will use his word because it's living and active and, and it'll spark something because of a circumstance that God ordained in my life at that moment in time as a mini moment of redemption for me. And, and whoa, that, so that's what, so that's what you're telling me that I haven't relinquished to you. Okay. And that meditation is so much deeper than, um, you know, mm -hmm. than, than what um, Buddhists would, would be encouraging. And, and I think that's, what a, if I say the word meditation to kids, they immediately make the the fingers mm -hmm. and they get into this yoga position. And quite frankly, I love yoga, but mm -hmm. I don't meditate in that way. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I just think take back what is our heritage biblically. Yeah. So. Richard Foster in Celebration of Discipline has a whole chapter on Christian meditation. And he starts off by, well, I think he starts off by saying, but at some point he says, uh, that this is not to be confused with like Eastern meditation where the goal is to empty your mind so that you can find a state of Zen or Nirvana or whatever. For the Christian, it's it rather than emptying your mind, it's filling your mind with the works of God or the words of God or the law of God or something like that. And so it is something that you are choosing to engage in. And I, I liked what you said too about um, – just the different layers of depth that you can find with repetition, which is why like reading the Bible every year or doing that frequently is so helpful because there are things that you'll see that are new every time. And I think whenever I was young, I didn't see the value in repeating certain activities. It was like, well, I finished that, so now I'm done forever. Right, you know? check it off and move yeah. on. Yeah. I read Philippians once, okay, yeah. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> but it really is, you You see new treasures the more that you're familiar with it and you appreciate really what these things are saying the deeper that you go. And I don't think that you can exhaust that. Mm. So Leslie, as we start to wrap up this uh, episode, I know that we want to uh, kind of remind our community of uh, kind of, I know we've been saying our, our assignments, our, our homework of We're sorts. We're all memorizing Psalm 46. And my recommendation is the best way to do that is for every family member who can read and interact with text, uh, make sure they have a copy. Uh, we usually have multiple vi Bibles. Uh, we use ESV, so please, everybody, let's stick with ESV. Uh, it, it is uh, more, the most poetic, and it is also uh, accurate um, and intentionally beautiful um, in the choice, so that's why we selected ESV. Uh, so get your selection of Scripture. Um, everybody have that and simply read it together, and it really is okay if every family has a different rhythm. That's going to be natural. Uh, but you'll, I would just recommend do that uh, every time you gather as a family um, for once a day uh, or more if, if you are able. Um, the second assignment is um, please use uh, your, the voice memo uh, feature in your smartphone uh, to tell us how you as a family are loving others or using this time to enrich your lives. So just uh, what is it that you're doing? Maybe um, I've heard this really great idea that uh, as people are going and taking walks around their neighborhood because they've just got to get out of the house, mm -hmm. 
Mm. People were putting teddy bears in their windows Mm. and the kids are looking, counting the teddy bears. That's so cute. Mm. Um, And so I'm so going to do that uh, because I just want the little kids in my neighborhood to know, hey, you can do something. Maybe we can encourage our neighbors to do that. Um, And then I'd like to encourage you to join us for our regular daily blessing time. Uh, We are using St. Patrick's Breastplate, which is a shield, and it is a poem that St. Patrick wrote, and it is um, based on much scripture, and it is beautiful. We have a small portion of it that um, will be in your hands. You will all receive it via email, and uh, I just encourage you, take that breastplate, say it out loud, either you, your whole family, um, your cute little children, whatever it will be. We love your voices. You may not love your voice. Very few people like their radio voice, but we love it. Yeah. And so please send us your voice memo. And here's how you send it. You, Michael can tell you how to do th- the technology, but send it to me at my email, leslie.collins at covenantcypress.org. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so everyone's got a, uh, almost everyone uh, has a, a smartphone and you have a, yeah, a voice memo capability in there. So uh, open that uh, application up and yeah, go ahead and uh, send those 60 to 90 second uh, audio clips. If you're going to do uh, the St. Patrick's uh, breastplate, uh, a good place to do that is in your car, uh, which can also double not only as a great uh, sound deadening space, but also maybe gets you out of the house. So uh, there's a dual benefit for you. But uh, yeah, if you want to send those, uh, you can record it and then just export it right out uh, to uh, Leslie's email that she just gave. So leslie.collins at covenantcypress.org. So thank you for joining us on this episode and uh, a, a special thank you to Leslie Collins, our head of school here at Covenant Academy, and also Michelle Hunt, who is the upper school theology, humanities, and biblical Greek teacher. So thank you both for being here. Thank you, Michael. And Christ be with me and Christ within me. Christ behind me and Christ before me. Christ beside me and Christ to win me. Christ to comfort and restore me. Christ beneath me and Christ above me. Christ in quiet and Christ in danger. Christ in hearts of all that love me. Christ in mouth of friend and stranger. I bind unto myself the name, the strong name of the Trinity. By invocation of the same, the three in one and one in three, by whom all nature hath creation, eternal Father, Spirit, Word, praise to the Lord of my salvation. Salvation is of Christ the Lord. We pray those words of St. Patrick together saying, Thanks for listening to this episode of the Patriot Podcast. If you have any questions or comments about anything discussed, feel free to contact us on our website at covenantcypress.org.